1670 AM, The Zone. Here we use a lot of F words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And fun. There's been a lot of smiles at the 94th Annual State FFA Convention that concludes today here in Madison. Our team has been there and captured it all. Last night, despite an air quality warning, the stars were out. We'll introduce you to the stars in FFA that will represent the state on the national scene this October. Stick around. I'm PM Yankee. So glad you're along with us. Yeah, air quality advisory out basically for the entire state of Wisconsin again today. More smoke blowing in from Canada. And if you have got uh, any breathing issues whatsoever, today could be a little bit of a challenge. Our daytime highs for this Thursday expected to touch out around 78, so a little cooler than yesterday under partly sunny skies. Tomorrow's sunshine and 80 degrees. Saturday, partly sunny and 82. Sunday, partly sunny and 84 degrees. We remain in the 80s next week, and honestly, I don't see much of a chance of rain at all next week. We'll talk about that air quality advisory with Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist. He's up in just a moment. And Katie Burgess from the Ever Ag crew is our guest this morning. No producer wants to wake up to a sick animal, and I know firsthand. BioVet is your solution for healthier animals. A lot of care and a good dose of science goes into every formulation so you can minimize problems and keep your livestock out of the hospital pen. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support. That's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. Drama continues to unfold between the United States and Mexico after Mexico announced it would stop buying certain genetically modified corn in 2024. This is corn that has traits that make it resistant to drought or pests, for example. The United States has requested a consultation with Mexico under the USMCA to resolve this dispute, arguing Mexico's decision is not based on science. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and I caught up on this dispute with Ken Rosenau. He's a fourth-generation corn grower who serves on the Wisconsin Corn Promotion Board. He's also a representative to the U.S. Grains Council, and he tells me why Wisconsin could be impacted if Mexico stops buying GM corn. But first, he gives us some background on the situation. At the end of 2020, that Mexican president issued a decree stating that they would start to ban GMO corn in Mexico starting in 2024. Now, this was uh, very upsetting to all of us who grow corn here in Wisconsin and throughout the United States. We really weren't understanding how this could happen. And then just recently, in February, actually, when uh, many uh, or a few of us from Wisconsin were at the U.S. Grains Council meeting, the Mexican president issued another decree, and this time he changed it from all corn to just uh, basically corn for human consumption, which is basically the white corn that they use for their tortillas. Describe to me what do they mean by genetically modified corn? and how much that encompasses corn in the U.S. Sure. Well, genetically modified corn is really a common thing here in the U.S. Uh, It can include such things as resistance to herbicide. Uh, Now there's traits out that give us uh, protection from drought. 
There's uh, traits that help us protect our crops from insects and so on. And I believe right now probably at least 90% of all the corn raised in the U.S. is GMO corn. And then how important is Mexico to our corn exports? Mexico is very important. It's really our number one corn importer that buys corn from us uh, once or twice. I believe China has uh, upped them out of being number one, but mostly it's been Mexico, and Mexico is number one again right now. So it's very, very important to all corn growers in the U.S. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why the United States has now requested a, a dispute settlement case. That's right. Just recently, Catherine Tai, the U.S. Trade Representative, brought this forth. So uh, then I believe they have a time to respond. And I think within, I think, about 75 days or so, then uh, it goes to a panel if it's not uh, settled before then. The decree was set to go into place in 2024, so it, it hasn't really happened yet. So they're still buying a lot of corn from us. I think from the last... Uh, year, which I have uh, figures for here, it was like about 16.9 million metric tons, and a a metric ton is about 39.3 bushels. So it's a lot, a lot of corn. In um, 2022, in Wisconsin here, we produced 545,400,000 bushels of corn, which is about 13.9 million metric tons. If we sold all all the corn we produced in Wisconsin as grain, that would be about 83% of what uh, Mexico would import in about a year or so. It's a significant amount of corn. Does Wisconsin corn tend to go to Mexico, or Wisconsin farmers, would they be severely impacted by these decrees from Mexico in 2024? Well, no, I don't think a lot of corn from Wisconsin actually goes to Mexico, but Wisconsin farmers would still be severely impacted by this. As you know, um, corn is really a general commodity now, and it's uh, affected on the world market. So no matter what happens, the price of our corn here is still pretty much determined by what goes on on the Board of Trade. Yeah, Wisconsin farmers would be very, very affected because the price we get would be greatly decreased by if such a thing were to happen. Even just the rumors of it happening would uh, be devastating, you know, because you know how things go on on uh, the markets here. It, it just takes one little thing, and you can lose 30 cents, you know, in a couple hours here or whatever. So, yes, if it, if it actually would happen, Mexico, as I said, is still the number one importer of U.S. corn. So if that would happen, it would be very, very serious. If Mexico did stop buying genetically modified corn from the United States, would you be scrambling to find new export markets? Well, we're, we're always doing that through all the things that have gone on with China, too. As I said, you know, they have been number one once in a while, too. And, you know, then when they pull out that really... Uh, helps us to know that we really need to diversify our markets, and uh, we we also are continuing to do that. But Mexico is such a good market for us, and we re- we really want to keep that. In fact, just in the last uh, couple weeks, a delegation from the U.S. Greens Council traveled down there, and they've met with uh, some of the groups of top importers down there, 
And these people really don't want this to happen. They realize how important it is to them. So they're uh, really working with us to try to get things straightened out. You've got to think that this would have implications for Mexico, too, to all of a sudden stop taking such an important commodity and have to get it elsewhere for likely a, a higher price. Is, is that part of the persuasion? Well, that's exactly right. It, it would be uh, increased cost to them. And, and I think um, a, a study was done, even at, if it were to go into effect just for the white corn that they use for human food, even though we don't send a lot of that down there, I think the study showed that in the first year that this would take place, it would increase the cost of their tortillas by 40%, and then in years down the road, it would probably hover around 16%. But I, I really have to bring out here, you know, how significant a thing this is, because the GMO traits have, uh, you know, been proven safe through all health organizations, through U.S through the World Health Organization. This is a sound science, and it's something, you know, that we really have to draw a line in the sand on because, uh, you know, if we allow people to start doing things like this that go against sound science, where is it going to end? It's something we really have to stand up for and make sure that it is taken care of. Ken Rosenau joining us. He's a fourth-generation Wisconsin corn grower who serves on the Wisconsin Corn Promotion Board, and he's also a representative to the U.S. Grains Council, offering some background and the possible implications of this dispute between the United States and Mexico over genetically modified corn. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Haas. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The nightmare of working with some contractors is much like being on a bad date. They totally wreck your bathroom, swindle you out of a ton of money, then disappear into the dark of night. Swipe left. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company who completes the job as promised, is cost-conscious, then leaves you with a sweet thank you note. Swipe right, and let's get the conversation started with a free consultation. ActuateLLC.com Design, create, actuate. Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flabs. Carbon World Health offers MSculpt, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. MSculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Today's story comes to us from a frustrated homeowner. Mother Nature was crafty, her plan was plotted. My windows are drafty, they're broken and rotted. I need new windows installed the right way. I want the best quality and can't overpay. 
Window World's process was easy and seamless. Best decision ever. Boy, I'm a genius. Window World. Call Window World today and be your story's hero. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And on this Thursday morning, I want to try to cover a little element of entertainment for you. How about that? Welcome in, everybody. I'm the fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke, and I have got tickets. I have got tickets for the upcoming Willie Nelson and Family Outlaw Music Festival. It's going to be on Saturday, June 24th. I think that's a Saturday. And it is at Alpine Valley down uh, in that Elkhorn area. I've got a bunch of tickets, as a matter of fact. But I need your email address. We have to email you the tickets. They're electronic tickets. So I tell you what, we'll use our talk text line. 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. The concert again on Saturday, June 24th at Alpine Valley down in that Elkhorn area. The Outlaw Music Festival with Willie Nelson and family. I'll give you a pair of tickets if you send me your email and name, obviously, to our talk text line, 877-301-FARM, 877-301-3276. I'll try to let you know if I still have any left by the end of the show. But go ahead and send me your email address as well as your name, and we'll get you those tickets. All right. Well, you're thinking about uh, sending me that email. Let's talk about weather. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. Here we go again. Hey, another kind of air quality watch out there for a good chunk of Wisconsin, huh? Yeah, everything except the Lakeshore counties. Uh, I mean, air quality alert in effect until noon, with the exception of right along the lake. And I'm looking at uh, Sheboygan, Ozaukee, Milwaukee, Racine, Kenosha out of that alert. They'll have the smoke there, too, just not quite as dense as it is further inland. It has to do with a weak little front dropping south right through Wisconsin this morning. There were a few sprinkles in the far northeast early today. The radar indicating most of that activity over northern Lake Michigan and northern lower Michigan as well this morning. Otherwise, it's really dry. You look to the west, the far western Dakotas with a little light rain this morning. There will be a system trying to build in from the west. A frontal boundary will move through the Dakotas and on into Minnesota here as we head into the weekend. It could lead to a small possibility of rain in far western Wisconsin. I'm thinking La Crosse to Mauston, a slight rain chance Saturday afternoon or evening, maybe a little slight chance further east into later Sunday or Sunday evening. A very slight possibility, not going to amount to much, not going to eliminate any drought thoughts or anything like that but there may be a little scattered shower activity as we wrap up the weekend. For the most part, we're going to stay dry. Temperatures begin to warm again. We cool off just a little bit today, nothing drastic, and then turn it around slowly right on through Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And after that very slight rain chance, especially in the West early in the weekend, I expect we stay drier well on through mid part of next week into later in the week, more sunshine and more summer weather I'm looking at some mid-80s, I believe, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's going to feel a lot more like summer once again 
And I know some guys are thinking it's about time to get some hay cut again. That may work out pretty well with that hot weather because it does stay dry as well as we get next week well underway. So not too many other things to talk about besides that. A little haziness and that smoke around. You couldn't help but notice it last evening. We looked up and the sun was starting to come down after 7 and it had that orange hazy look to it. I think that's what we're all seeing all across the state and we'll see once again right on through today and into the nighttime. Some of that haziness lingering as well right on into tonight. So the smoke is really having an effect and really going to stick around for us as we make our way on through today and tonight. I'll have forecast details right after this. We love grilling in Wisconsin, but hey, let's make sure that we're not falling into a rut. Change up your routine, maybe with some flavors from Bavaria Sausage. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew. You know where to find them. Corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchroner Road in Fitchburg. The shop open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Check out their Facebook page, Bavaria Sausage, or BavariaSausage.com if you need to order online. One thing you want to remember is aside from all of the great meats that they offer you for the grill, they've got a lot of different products that they can feature on those meats. How about the selection of mustards they've got available? From sweet to spicy, hot to honey, cranberry to horseradish. Available online and in the store. And don't forget, check their Facebook page often because you never know when they're going to surprise you with a brat sale. A summer treat you don't want to miss. Bavaria Sausage, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg, online, BavariaSausage.com. All righty, Stu, let's have that forecast. All right, well, the air quality alert. That's the big news till noon today, and the smoke's just not magically going to clear out either. I expect it will stick around pretty tenaciously right on into the afternoon and evening. Partly sunny skies, a little haze with all of that going on. And a lot of mid or upper 70s today, maybe still around 80 at La Crosse with the north winds about 5 to 10. Partly cloudy, could be a little hazy yet tonight. We drop back toward the upper 40s, could be around 50 at La Crosse. Northeast winds about 5 to 10. Then drying it out, mostly sunny Friday. Upper 70s, still I'd say about 80 at La Crosse with the northeast winds at 5. And Saturday, sunny skies, a slight shower chance in the west in the afternoon or evening. A lot of us pushing up into the low 80s, and the winds will become south on Saturday at about 5 to 10. That slight shower chance later Sunday, Pam, uh, could even slide into central parts of Wisconsin. I think in the east, we could very well stay dry right on through next week. Ah, yikes. Yeah, and that air quality stuff is, they're taking it serious up in the Twin Cities. I got a bunch of college buddies up there. They're literally out, uh, not outlawing, but, but canceling all outdoor activities, and that includes some of the major league sports stuff. Yeah, it's a it's an air quality issue that's not just going to affect people who are are would really succumb yeah. to it, but everybody. It really affects how you get along with the day. Yeah, agreed. All right, buddy, appreciate it. We'll catch up with you tomorrow then. All right, see you then. Stumach, our ag meteorologist, with your update for a Thursday. I've got five more pair of tickets still remaining if you're interested in seeing Willie Nelson and family at the Outlaw Music Festival. That's Saturday, June 24th. So a week from this Saturday at Alpine Valley down in uh, the Elkhorn area. I've got five tickets rem- or five pair of tickets remaining, but remember, I need your email address. The email address is critical because these are electronic tickets that we will email to you. Our talk text line if you want them, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-FARM. 3276. And remember, I said it's talk text. 
So if you don't want to text me, you can call that number and leave your name and your email address. Like I said, I've got five pair remaining. I'll keep you up to date on how quickly they leave my hands. We've got more coverage from the state FFA convention on the way. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. As proud supporters of the dairy industry, Compure Financial sends a special thank you to dairy producers during June Dairy Month. Compure recognizes the dedication it takes to produce safe and nutritious dairy products for our nation and the world, which is why at Compure Financial, they're defined by you, your hopes for the future, as well as your needs today. Visit Compure.com or call 844-426-6733 to learn more. Compure Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. When it comes to custom jewelry, get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for. And eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. Automotive, we have a non-commissioned sales team, which is a polite way to say we don't really care whether you buy a practical Equinox, the rugged Silverado, or the speedy new Corvette. You've been told no before? Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. At Bergstrom Automotive, we teach our people to take no out of the vocabulary. Is no in your vocabulary? Uh, no. No isn't a thing at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. Join the Bergstrom. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You know when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor. That chair, it belonged to the dog. Time to start styling. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. They don't want you to be concerned about medical bills. 
That's why they offer one of the best benefits and insurance packages around. They take care of the community by providing temporary energy for local festivals and fairs. A good sign they'll also take care of you. If you're an experienced electrician that takes pride in your work and wants to join a rising reliable company with a premier benefits package, apply online at everreadyelectric.net. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A Skincare Minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Bears defensive tackle Justin Jones. Uh, he had a press conference. The Bears social media team had this press conference up on their social accounts. And then they proceeded to scrub it everywhere. They deleted the press conference video. They deleted the tweets with the press conference. The live stream had gone. There's no trace of it anywhere. But what do we know about the, uh, about the internet? It's forever. The internet, correct. It's forever. The internet never forgets. And thankfully, some fine individuals out there took the uh, the video and they recorded it. Here is Justin Jones, the defensive tackle of the Chicago Bears, talking about the Green Bay Packers. Take a listen. Going to be now that Aaron Rodgers is somewhere else. Uh, I wish he played one more year with uh, Green Bay. Honestly. Well, uh, <clears throat> we went up there and uh, we played a we played a pretty good game, you know, but uh, they got away from us at the end, obviously, and uh, they won. But their fans are really shitty. so. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to go back up there and I wanted to play him and I wanted to beat them and I wanted him to be there so you can see it. But the fact that he's gone now, you know, I mean, it's, it's cool. I guess it's better for him not to be here, you know. But um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm 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 ready to take it over. I mean, it's a good time to be a Bears fan. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So. This is a follow-up question I never thought I'd ask. In which ways are they? Man, like, <laughs> I mean, man, like just just the way that they're just freaking obnoxious, just yelling and all that other stuff about things that don't even matter. Like we're not even we're not even running the play, and you guys are talking about boo. Oh yeah, go Green. Like what, what are we even talking? He hasn't even started yet. Like what are we even talking about here? Like you know y'all. <laughs> Half of them don't even know football. It's it's, it's it's so weird to me, but. I'm just ready to go back out there and play, and I, I want to go out there and I want to beat the hell out of them, you know, on their field, and I want to hear I want to hear the booze in, you know, that that's what I look forward to. So, apparently, Justin Jones, not a fan of Green Bay Packers fan base, called them. Uh, it starts with an S and ends with a hitty. Obnoxious. Half of them don't even know football, and he said it's a really good time to be a Bears fan because they're going to throttle the Green Bay Packers. Hey, Rowdy, where did the Bears finish last year? Well, that'd be last. Yeah, but last. my biggest question is. Who the hell's Justin Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
DT, Justin Jones. Like, I get it. Like, he played for the Bears. But normally when you say, hey, a, a Bears player was talking crap, wouldn't you think it would be like, I don't know. The, I know he was traded, but one of their better players over the last few years, Roquan Smith. Yeah. Like, it would be a big name. Mm-hmm. You could go like, I don't know. Even, even Jack Sanborn. A guy that came out of nowhere, undrafted free agent out of Wisconsin, and now he's you know starting linebacker. Jaquan Brisker, he was a he was a top one hundred pick for the Bears out of Penn State. I mean, Eddie Jackson's a safety that's been there forever. He's a great player, but it's Justin Jones. I played for uh, NC State. Was drafted by the Chargers in the third round in twenty eighteen. And now plays with the Chicago Bears. Like Robert Quinn, he was a stud for the Bears, you know, in the past. Defensive rusher. I mean, it's a guy that you never heard of. And apparently he doesn't care for the Green Bay Packers fan base at all. We're bleepy. It would be like. Obnoxious. I almost feel like it would be the comparable to Dean Lowry, like talking smack about Bears fans. That's funny. Like, do you think Bears fans would even care? They're like, well, that's Dean Lowry. He's like average at best. I think it's funny that the Bears social media team uh, erased it all, scrubbed it all from the internet, like f- from their website, from their socials, everything. So funny. Justin Jones, hilarious. And now he's saying it's a good time to be a Bears fan. Well, I mean, I, mean, I agree with him. It probably is a good time to be a Bears fan because there's, there's only one way you can go. Up. You finished dead last in the NFL. You were terrible. You're putrid. You're a dumpster fire. I would hope that it would be a good time to be a Bears fan because you uh, uh, theoretically you have to get better, right? Oh, I think it's also it's, it's always a good time to be a Bears fan when we're in June. Your team's not losing. Yeah, and there's that too. That's a good point, Rowdy. Yeah. All right, that's just, I love the rivalry of it all. And he's saying um, probably for the best that Aaron Rodgers still isn't in the division. Um, Do you know what Aaron Rodgers have done to the Chicago Bears? He has literally owned you his entire career. And it's funny to me and ironic that he talks about how Packer fans are obnoxious and they do things and yada, yada, yada. When Aaron Rodgers ran into the touchdown, uh, the end zone rowdy, and he put on the belt and then he started talking about, I own you my whole effing life. I've owned you my entire career. If you looked in the stands. If your workout includes bailing hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And I'll tell you, if you've got to do some of that uh, physical labor, you may notice that the air quality today is going to be compromised. More of that smoke coming in from Canada. Air quality advisories in effect essentially for the state of Wisconsin all day today. Uh, We're looking for daytime highs to touch out around 78 degrees. Tomorrow, sunshine and 80. Saturday, sunshine, 82. Sunday, sunshine and 84. We're in the 80s all next week and not a drop of rain in the forecast. I'm Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us. Today is the wrap-up of the 94th State FFA Convention at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. We've got details on the stars that were introduced last night. Uh, Nate Zimdars and uh, Charity Seebecker were both there to bring you the details. If you can't wait, go to Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook and you'll see some of the details there. Uh, so let's talk about details. Today is the 15th day of June. What can I tell you? On this day back in 1958, the Madeline Island Historical Museum opened. Uh, it was basically the love child of Leo and Bella Capsper, 
who were from St. Paul and started summering in uh, in the Madeline Island area. They decided to open the Historical Museum in 1958, and basically they donated it to the Wisconsin Historical Society. It's still open today. Madeline Island Historical Museum opens on this day, 1958. On this day in 1667, the first human blood transfusion was administered. It was done by the physician, the King Louis XIV of France. They transfused sheep blood into a 15-year-old boy. He lived, but they say it was probably because it was only a small amount of blood. But first human blood transfusion done on this day in 1667. On this day in 1991, Mount Pinatubo explodes. That's a volcano that's in the Philippines. It killed 800 people on this day in 1991, and it also had a global effect. It caused the global temperature to drop about a degree just because of its eruption. Happened on this day back in 1991. Happy birthday today to actress Helen Hunt. She is 60. Courtney Cox, 59. Ice Cube is 54 today. And Neil Patrick Harris celebrating his 50th birthday. And now you know. Well, the stars were out last night despite an air quality warning. Got to congratulate some of the young people that were recognized at the 94th Wisconsin State FFA convention last night. The star in agriculture placement. Congratulations to Ethan Lulich from the Mauston FFA. He works at his family's landscaping business, Lulich Landscaping LLC, and takes out a lot of leadership roles to keep things running smoothly. Ethan Lulich from Mauston, our star agriculture placement. Henry Kerner from the New London FFA is our star in agri-science. Henry doesn't come from a traditional farm background, but found his passion for research through his agriculture classes. Henry Kerner from New London, the star in agri-science. Our star in agribusiness, Jacob Harbaugh from the Clinton FFA. He started his own cattle fitting business called Harbaugh Hair. Jacob Harbaugh from Clintonville FFA, our star in agribusiness. And our star farmer announced last night, Nathan Seitz from the Pulaski FFA. Our own Nathan Zimdars got a chance to visit with him. Nathan, can you tell me what your supervised agricultural experience was? My SAE is focused in the area of sheep entrepreneurship. Um, I started my SAE project in 2017 by purchasing a pair of market lambs. Um, And I continued to grow that. In 2020, I started breeding my own sheep um, with three ewes. And then uh, currently in 2023 here, as we speak, I have nine ewes, a ram, and then this past spring I had 13 lambs from my breeding stock. What kind of sheep did you raise? Um, The primary focus of my flock is the textile breed, um, which is not necessarily a traditional show breed, but they are a shorter, more heavily muscled breed of sheep um, focused for their high-yielding carcasses. And has your goal been to show your sheep or just raise them primarily for meat? Um, I do show my sheep uh, at County Fair. Um, I'm going down to State Fair this year for the first time. Um, But a lot of my market is selling them as quality market lambs for people to eat as a good treat. And what was your motivation for sheep production? Do you come from an agricultural background? Um, My family has farmed for several generations. Um, No one has ever done sheep in my family, so something new for me to experience and learn. Um, I guess I started with sheep um, because it was a smaller breed of animal and not quite as much overhead to get into, say, as what a cattle production would be. So sheep was a good fit for me when I started, and I've grown it, and I plan to continue growing my flock. 
What does it feel like to be named the Wisconsin State Star Farmer? Honestly, I'm still kind of in shock. I, I don't think it'll really hit me until tomorrow morning, but it's a very honorable experience to do that, and I thank all my competitors who went along with it, and they had great projects as well, and I wish them the best luck in their future. Tell me about your FFA experience. What kind of things have you done through your FFA involvement outside of your supervised agricultural experience? Yeah, so as a member of Pulaski FFA, I've been an active member since I was in seventh grade, um, competing in several different events. Um, I get heavily involved with the egg mechanics and agronomy CDEs throughout my years, um, LDEs, fall leadership workshops. Um, this past year, I served as the chapter's treasurer, um, so that was a good way to give back to the community. Day on the farm events, um, World Dairy Expo, community gardens, just helping out the chapter where, wherever I can. What has been one of the greatest takeaways that you have had from your involvement with your supervised agricultural experience and also your time as an FFA member? You know, just the experience I've gotten from the leadership abilities, um, business insights from running my own um, business with my flock of sheep and just the people I've met in the agriculture industry has made a big impact. What does the future look like for you as far as your supervised agricultural experience? Do you want to continue to stay involved with sheep and grow that flock? Absolutely. Um, I plan to continue growing my flock. Um, I'm looking for some more ewes to breed this fall. I'm hoping to start getting into some registered um, show stock, um, which will allow me to expand and start marketing my animals at a national level. You just graduated high school. What are your post-secondary plans? Uh, so this fall, I've been accepted to attend the University of Wisconsin River Falls. Um, I will be majoring in egg business there uh, and pursuing a minor in accounting. Do you still plan on staying involved with FFA, or was this the capstone to your time as an FFA member? You know, I'm nearing the end of my FFA career, but I plan to continue to go on and earn my American degree and maybe apply for Star Farmer at the American level. Winning the State Star Farmer is certainly a prestigious award and something that Nathan Seitz, a Pulaski FFA member, does not take for granted. And he spoke about just how meaningful his experience as an FFA member was for him. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report. Did you know that beef and pork can be imported to the U.S. and then sold as a product of the USA? Consumers have no way to know where the meat they purchase comes from. American family farmers and ranchers produce a quality product. They should be able to label their product as truly made in the USA. Consumers deserve accurate labels, and these labels should be mandatory. Learn more at fairnessforfarmers.org. Paid for by National Farmers Union. Cameron Olson of Olson Solar Energy. Farmers understand the value of the sun. It's finally time to put solar to work on your farm. Through the Rural Energy for America grant program from the USDA, agricultural businesses can realize amazing savings from solar even sooner. Learn all about the current REAP grant from Olson Solar Energy. Stop into one of their three locations, call them at 608-780-2347, or visit olsonsolarenergy.com today. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Well, we're talking about the markets with Katie Burgess from Everag coming up here in just a moment. Yesterday was the big day. The Federal Reserve came out with their reports. Dow Jones Industrial Average this morning is still down a little bit, but our commodities are stronger. December corn's up 7.5 right now, 5.56. November beans are up 20 cents at 12.60. July wheat's up 7 cents, 6.37 a bushel. Yesterday in Chicago, our barrel cheese dropped another two and a quarter cents to 152 and three quarters. 40 pound block cheese was down a penny and a half at 139. The double A butter that gained three and a quarter cents yesterday to 238 and a half per pound. Right now, 
our July milk is down a penny at 1555 a hundredweight. August milk is down six at 1625 a hundredweight. All right, coming up next, Katie Burgess from EverEgg going to step in and give us an idea on how the markets reacted to that Federal Reserve conversation and also what's happening as far as global demand for dairy. Stick around. That conversation's on the way. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. Ergonomic office chairs that fit different employee body shapes and sizes is smart business. This is Zach from Office Furniture Warehouse. The proper fit reduces stress and pain, keeping your workforce at the office and productive. Name brand office furniture with warehouse pricing allows us to create better workspaces for America's workforce. That's simply smart business. Visit OFWGoMadison.com or stop by the showroom on Ronald Reagan Avenue on the north side. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We are the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Roofing windows, gutters, siding, and decks. Can legacy do it? You bet. Better prices, better warranties. Legacy always makes it easy. Go to legacy-exteriors.com. Legacy Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, I want to congratulate uh, the folks that uh, were early on the job this morning. You know, they say the early bird gets the worm. Well, guess what? That's exactly what was happening uh, this morning. Congratulations to the folks that use the talk text line and become uh, Willie Nelson ticket winners. Congratulations. We're all out. So please uh, don't don't text me anymore. And let Nothing left, but I appreciate your quick response. Well, let's uh, get some quick comments this morning. Katie Burgess from EverAg is joining us live this morning to talk a little bit about what's been uh, the steep slope on dairy. We'll start out first, though, Katie, by just talking quick about the Federal Reserve meeting yesterday. No change on interest rates. Did that at all influence what happened in our markets yesterday? I think the markets right now have been dealing with supply and demand fundamentals, but I would say watching the Fed hold rate steady yesterday and watching the inflation data come out this week at the lowest level we've seen um, in a while, I think that's good news for consumers in general. And so as we're watching that, we're watching dairy demand really closely. We still see that foot traffic into restaurants is down, so that tends not to be good for dairy demand. 
And I think that there are still a lot of consumers out there struggling with inflation that, yes, the inflation data that came out this week was lower. But when you figure inflation this year on top of really strong inflation last year, consumers are still paying almost 20% more at the grocery store. And so that definitely impacts what they can put in their cart. And sometimes that means maybe less one less bag of cheese. Right. Let's talk a little bit specifically about cheese. That's obviously a product we talk about here on the show every day with prices. And uh, lately, I have not been able to bring much good news to our dairy producers. And Pam, I'm sorry, it's not going to be much good news this morning from me either, unfortunately. We saw the black cheddar market yesterday fall to 139. That's the lowest it's been in a couple of years. And so with that, it's been pressuring the class three futures market as well. I was Somewhat surprised this morning when I turned on my screen and I saw that June class three milk is trading at fourteen ninety five a hundred weight. Talking to dairy producers out there, depending on what their components look like, who they ship their milk to, I've even heard about milk checks coming in lower than that. And so, given the cost of production is still high as a hangover from last year, the majority, or I would almost say all producers right now for the month of June will probably be underwater with milk prices relative to the cost of production. Yeah, yeah, it's not pretty. Like you said, uh, last year, we were, for managers that were trying to get ahead on their feed, they may have booked some really expensive feed that they're working through. That's why Katie says, you know, we probably are going to be underwater. One reason why we wanted to talk to Katie this morning as well is risk management has really, really got to be critical. I mean, you have no choice when the prices are the way that they are for the foreseeable future. So how are you advising clients, Katie, then to uh, access risk management tools, make decisions even into 2024? Yes, I think that DRP insurance continues to be what we speak to folks about. It allows producers to put a floor under milk prices. It's a federal crop insurance program, so the premiums aren't too expensive. Uh, important note for listeners today that if you are a dairy producer, the deadline to buy Q3 insurance uh, is coming up today. I'll say the prices aren't great, just given the milk market has fallen so much. But you can get some still okay coverage for about a dime per hundredweight. So I'd strongly urge folks to consider that. But while Q3 doesn't have a lot of good things to talk about, to your point, I do think producers should be looking at what the fourth quarter is going to look like and on into 2024 to get some hedge plans in place out there as well. Just because if if these low prices hang on for a while, um, you might be glad you had the insurance in place. Well, and it's not just a one-component situation either. Here we are staring at what many call a flash drought right now. That drought could persist, Katie. That means we also have to make sure we're feeling a little bit confident about feed. That's definitely true. We had seen, you know, corn prices for the new crop had gotten as low as five, but then they touched back up to 550 earlier this week. And so producers need to be keeping a close eye on everything. And just as we think about market outlook going forward, I think what this crop looks like is going to be really important to, you know, the future of the dairy industry with potentially hearing more about some folks, especially in Western states. If the drought hangs on and feed prices are high, I would probably expect to see some folks, especially out West, exit the industry. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely after everything that they've been through for the past six months weather-wise, and now, like you say, bring in uh, bring in a drought. Katie Burgess along with us, again, one of the staff members with EverAg. What else is happening as far as consumption, cold storage reports, Katie? Did we have any global dairy trade this week? What else are you noticing? 
Yeah, I would say the biggest thing we're watching this week is USDA a few weeks back said they were going to buy about 50 million pounds of cheese, but they didn't give us a lot of details. We thought we were going to get details about that program last night. We haven't seen it yet. So I'd say that's the biggest news item to be watching the dairy markets is when does USDA tell us what they're going to buy? And hopefully if they come out with a big number, you know, maybe that'll provide a little bit of a boost to these low prices today. Um, so that's the biggest thing now. Otherwise, just lots of supply out there, hearing about milk getting dumped in some spots and consumer demand is only rated as fair. Have you seen when you're talking about milk dumping, has it primarily been outside of Wisconsin, Katie? Primarily outside of Wisconsin, typically a little bit more to the West. But because it's not that far away, it's weighing on our spot milk prices as well here in Wisconsin. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, it's very interesting when you can see uh, dairy processors that literally want to give their milk to somebody else and nobody else wants to take it. That that tells you what the situation Mm -hmm. is. Again, uh, Katie Burgess along with us, like she said today, the final day, if you want to buy third quarter dairy revenue protection, DRP, like she said, that's an insurance product. Talk to your insurance provider about that. Uh, dairy margin coverage, anything on that, Katie? Luckily, dairy margin coverage is serving as a lifeline to many folks. I believe the payout for last month was a little over three fifty a hundredweight. And not surprisingly, given these low milk prices we're seeing here for the summer, it looks like we could see payouts of more than $4 a hundredweight in the months ahead. So um, for folks that signed up for that program, hopefully that's going to be a little bit of a supplement for these lower milk checks coming out soon. Yeah, it's a lifeline. It isn't going to make you whole, but it is a lifeline to keep you in the game. Katie, how can they get a hold of you folks at Everegg if they need a little help on trying to get some risk management strategies in place? Yeah, as always, visit our website. It's ever.ag, so ever.ag. Um, you can learn more about what we do. We have a customized DRP calculator where you can look at what type of insurance you can buy for your dairy. Or feel free to give us a ring, 608-249-5030. All right, kid. Excellent contact. We appreciate it. And thanks for the heads up on the quarter, third quarter deadline for dairy revenue protection. That, that I would have missed. Thanks, Pam, for having me. All righty. Katie Burgess, we're going to let her be on her way for a Thursday. We'll let you be on your way as well. Thanks for joining us, and congratulations.